Hello, and welcome back. It's season two of the Spooky Spooky Horror Show podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sean. I'm joined by Anthony. Yellow. Today, Anthony will be trying to convince me that 2012's found footage horror film, Real Evil, is not a one-star film. But before we get into all that, Anthony, how has your week been? Sucked. So yeah, <laughs> no, just like the rest of life, it sucked. So yeah, I just had a shitty fucking week and it, it's always a shitty week. I hate when you ask me this question. I really do. <laughs> by Sunday, I have, I, 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 by Saturday, I'm completely fucking drained. I had work today, did fucking nothing. So yeah, by the time you, we, we have our podcast, my whole life and life force is drained for me from working dead end fucking jobs. It sucks. Uh, this week hasn't been great either. I will be discussing that at a later date. Um, done. done. Uh, <gasps> yeah, uh, this week hasn't been great. Hopefully it's a little bit better. It, it gets a little bit better coming down the pipeline. Down, downright sunlight. Nice to see you again. Anari God, downright always sunlight. a pleasure. Anari's the, um, Anari's the best, man. He's been here for so long for us. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I guess we can just uh, jump into some uh, production facts because... I can't imagine there's much. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm oh, well, don't, act like, don't act like it's terrible. It's not terrible. This is a film. Okay, so the past. Okay, that's not what I wanted, though. I wanted this. And then, okay. Yeah, see, there's two different fucking. See, that's what got me with the thumbnails. There's two different fucking thumbnails. Yeah. And you go to click on one and it's not. There's actually another one called Spectres or just Spectre. And yeah. you're like looking at it and it's, a, it's like a Chinese uh, or a Japanese movie that has something to do with like a kid that knows a tsunami is coming. I'm like, not the film we're watching right now. Yep. I, it's one of the things that I fucking hate. Usually it's uh, distributors, I think, that'll change names so that it's like, oh, it'll sell better by using this name and stuff. And it's like, I don't, I, I'm pretty sure the original name of it is Real Evil. Real Evil? Real but Evil? Like, yeah, but on Tubi, it was Spectre, but if you and go honestly, Tubi's pretty fucking badass. Yeah, and then if you went to like Amazon, like Prime Video, it was Real Evil. So it's on multiple platforms right now under two make separate up your names. Fucking mind, people. It doesn't make any sense. But yeah, so I'm looking. So this I have at six pages. Six and pages, Jesus! What yeah. did you fucking watch? Well, not the same thing I watched. More <laughs> shit. More shit happened in this than in the last two movies. The <laughs> final project. Chupacabra Reality. territory and Chupacabra. the Mothman tapes. Those are the last three films, and all of those had Fucking like eight to ten tapes, pages. So it's Mothman. crazy that this movie has less pages to explain everything that's going on, and yet more shit happened. That's that's wild to me. But we got one more movie for the uh, after this for the season. Season. This and then we got a then we got a close up new movies. Uh, but okay, so production facts. Real Evil or Spectres, depending on where you watch it, directed by Danny Draven from the screenplay by Shane Bitterling and Draven, runs about 118 minutes. A fair amount of nudity yeah. definitely helps. <laughs> Even not, a, watch not, a over, <laughs> not an over uh, uh, dramatic amount, but enough for it to be like, I can continue watching. <laughs> so, so two scenes made sense for the nudity the other one was just like it's a really attractive woman so we gotta we'll figure out down it. the line yeah. <laughs> yeah. what one you what one you're talking about yeah. yeah okay that works the director draven is an accomplished and award-winning filmmaker he's produced 79 films and directed 22 
Uh, he also wrote The Filmmaker's Book of the Dead, a guide to making horror movies, which I have one of them. And there is a second one. I think one, that's pretty this, cool. This is how a to make your book? own. Yeah, because there's nice. there's this one, The Filmmaker's Book of the Dead, how to make your own heart racing horror film. And then there's also The Filmmaker's Book of the Dead, A Mortal's Guide to Making Horror Movies. Uh, this one is like this color. And then that other one is um, green. It's like uh, the, it's, ah. the red is swapped out with green. I w I've been trying to find that one, but the books originally Amazon. retailed for 40 bucks. They currently sell for like 150. Fuck that. Yep. That's why I'm like, nope, I will wait till I find Inflation's it someplace else. Inflation's a lie. Um, the film stars Jessica Morris, Jeffrey Adler, and Kai, I, I believe his name is Kaiwi Lyman. Or well, I got a Kyler at my fucking job that confused the shit out of me with his fucking name. So like, I'm going to guess that's probably a name, the person's actual name. Yeah, because I know K-A-I is Kai, but then it's K-A-I-W-I. -I, so maybe Kaiwi. So I'll go with Kaiwi Lyman, who is the Thor wannabe in this film. The Thor uh, wannabe. <laughs> so now I know exactly who the hell you're talking about. Yep. Uh, they are a plucky documentary crew that has been hired to shoot a BTS uh, behind the scenes documentary there you go i was gonna film. say you might want to re, re reiterate how you gotta say that one because you made <laughs> well, it sound it's a, like it's something it's not well, <laughs> yeah well because it's bts but for the film um and then they go and decide to shoot their own thing yeah and yeah but uh <laughs> uh you want to get into some spoilers or you want to ask spoilers oh well do, do you have my, my blind take it? it's the blind take we do after that for me um with no spoilers uh Coming in, honestly, like I said, the thumbnails made it look really, really like a shitty fucking movie, but it wasn't yeah. as bad as it was, to be Isn't honest. Isn't it crazy? It's crazy that all those, all the other films that, that we've watched had like these dope, scary looking thumbnails and the movies and were dog shit. And these two look like fucking something my fucking kid can make, like in like <laughs> yeah. Gary's mind. And the movie is like, leaps and bounds better. So like, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's it's the, maybe weird. the marketing just wasn't there. But I honestly, when when watching it, it, it it isn't bad enough for me to be like, what the fuck? We've watched all many of them throughout this whole second yeah. season. This one was like, I'm not like I had to watch it again today because it's been two weeks. So I was like, yeah. I'm not dreading it. Like I'm really not. I said to yeah, the wife, I'm like, I'm really not vested. She's like, if you're not vested into the way, how are you gonna remember any? I'm like, I don't need to remember it in that fashion. I need <laughs> yeah. to just remember the details of the movie. I just need if to it's so boring, know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if I was vested, I would be like really into it. Like fucking, what's his name? What's Jack or whatever it was from that one fucking movie? I want yeah. the TV, the shirt of. Like, yeah. you know, I was really invested oh, uh, into that. Uh, fuck, what is his name? Um, shit, I was just, where the fuck is my mouse? Uh, Andy Baker. Andy Baker, like that one. I actually really like that one, so. Yeah, I think that's like one of the only good films we had this season. And the best part about it, it's on Tubi, so it's free. Yeah. Well, anytime you're not spending movie any money on these types of movies, it's even better. A, a lot of the films that we pick are gonna be like free watches free. because we want other people to watch them with us, so. Yeah, yeah. and I don't want to spend money on that, you know? Yeah. We're, and, unless, and the second season's with the good. shitty movies, so yeah. I don't want us to and, knowingly be watching shitty movies and be like, hey, you should go watch this and spent like four bucks on it. I'd feel yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, yeah, it's, it's a movie. It had, it had good nudity. It's a movie. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's one of those, like we, the movies that we watched previously, we were like, you know what? Honestly, we're, we're not much for like, Hey, let's just, just throw titties in there titties for no there, yeah. reason. 
but this is this is one of them that we were like, it you worked. know what? We, <laughs> we need it. It worked. Yeah, like this is a movie that without nudity it would have been, been fine. No, like, it would have been like, boring. Stuff happened. Nudity like shook it up oh, a little I bit. Was, but... I feel there was so many like dead spots. No, no. There, there was enough stuff happening that we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get into. It. We'll get into. We'll get into spoilers. It. God, that is loud. Turn that off. Okay. So the production team of Kennedy, the producer, who's very cute, James, the cameraman, who's whatever, and okay. Corey, the Thor lookalike, is the sound technician. He they've been hired. Thor. They've been hired to film a behind-the-scenes segment for a movie being produced by Dirk Bailey. Dirk is a dick. He's a dick. He's a fucking yeah. douchebag. And Corey, the second he sees the hot receptionist, immediately is trying to seduce her. Immediately. Mm. After the meeting, Kennedy and James what are doing an do? inventory check. <laughs> yeah, and Corey is having sex with the receptionist, who's completely down to film it. Yeah, um, 100%. This bitch was like, hey, you're not capturing. Didn't she say you're not capturing my face? I thought yeah. I heard. <laughs> I don't think you're capturing my face was said somewhere on there. Mm -hmm. But she would beaver in it. She had a fucking beaver she, going on there. She, she goes, did. She had a beaver. He's setting up the camera and she walks in and she goes, are you recording me? And he's like, no, no, it, it's it's off. And she's like, oh, too bad. And he's like, oh, OK. <laughs> and then turns it back on. Um, I do feel that the scene went on a little bit too long. Little bit too long, because when you're trying to watch it and you have a child, you know, it sound travels. <laughs> so it's like, hey, didn't know this was going to happen. When are you going to stop? That's not that's done why, yet. That's why I watched it. Not in done my yet. <laughs> with my headphones. Uh, yeah. I'm like, this is a lot longer than I'm in the living room. People are walking by. I'm like, this isn't good on surround sound. And it's it's graphic. It's, 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 it's yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's it's a sex scene. <laughs> the pipes, the pipes are calling. <laughs> um, but yeah, Corey's filming this with one of the the extra cameras that are going to be used for the documentary. So Kennedy goes to get the camera from him and finds him fucking this girl in her bed. So she tells him <laughs> to get the fuck out of his bed, out, out of his Never. out of her bedroom. And his response is, "No, you get out of your bedroom." Yeah, you gotta finish it up, don't you? It's like, okay, yeah. I, But the fact that she was such a pushover was like, ugh, and just left. I'm like, And she left. Yeah, no, you it's lost like, that you, war right there. He better be washing those sheets or buying new sheets. There better not be any, like, seepage. Like, oh, this no. Seepage. So That's Thor thought, thought taking it to Pound Town, you want to throw that hammer. I just, I hate. I just I hate that like he's filming her and then just turns the camera on himself and he's like no one wants to see you dude no one you're you're you, low, no one you're low rent that. Thor man no one cares he's not even like low rent Thor he's low rent Thor one remember the first he's like, Thor he's like when, Hollister when when like, like the guy that greeted you at Hollister with no shirt yeah. on that douche uh, the location of the shoot is an abandoned is the abandoned Longfellow insane asylum while they're trying to make their way into the building, the trio encountered a disfigured homeless man. I'm assuming the disfigurement the is caused by the, the bee stings. The they saw like wasps or something before, right? They, could, like, they walked in, they, there was like a beehive and shit up in the thing. And then I think they saw the homeless man and his face looked like it was stung all over the place. Oh, maybe. He looked like yeah. he had the T-virus. He was dying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and shit, I'm fucking T-virus. 
Yeah, so it's after that, that, they find Dirk. They find their way inside. Dirk is is just a, <laughs> a douchebag again. Like he's Dirk's just he's dick. such an asshole. He's I just I don't like him. But at the same time, I I've worked with producers that are exactly like him. And oh, yeah, they always got that fucking I stick up their fucking, ass. Yeah. Make uh, a Peter, diamond come out. <laughs> Peter, the first assistant director on the film, gives them a tour. Alec, the director, is upset. That dude's that, a dumbass. <laughs> honestly, he's like the most normal person. He's just trying to get the fucking thing done. But then when it, they he meet, fucking is so weird. Everyone else there is just like the director, Alec, or Alex. I think his name is Alec. He's upset. That guy, that the, I'm so glad that he died. Yeah. He's upset that the documentary crew has not read his manifest and that Corey was looking him in the eyes. I love that Corey just keeps doing it. Yes. Because it's I like, I would keep looking him. at you in the eyes if you made something dumb like that, too. It's like, oh, you're you're ruining my like, shut the fuck up. Like, you're you're a nobody. Like, just you want me to do what? Look down at your chest. Look at your shoes. Yeah, like, oh, you, you have to look at the floor. That. You're not better ass, than man. other people. You are not um, better than other people, sir. Yeah. So Alec is another douche nozzle and a whiny auteur. Peter takes them to the makeup department where the star Trisha Blake and Dirk are supposed to be, but Dirk. they're not. After introductions are made not. with the makeup artist, one of them, I believe it was Claire, asks to talk to Peter alone. So the doc crew waits outside the room and secretly records them. Claire believes that Trisha is stealing some of their supplies. And apparently those supplies are very, uh, very uh, expensive. expensive. And honestly, even uh. if you're at, at this point with what you're seeing, I 100% believe that Trisha is probably stealing the shit. And then later when you meet her, it's like, yeah, no, she's absolutely yeah, stealing all yeah, this shit. 100%. 100%. <laughs> they go to visit craft services. The food table afterwards, as they're leaving, mysteriously flips over and the catering lady flips out and starts blaming the documentary crew. Legitimately, this everyone that there was no one really uh, touching that table. I don't understand how anyone blamed each other. Like legitimately yeah. as, as hard as that was flung, like it's not like someone knocked it over. If you watch the movie, it's like fucking tossed. I mean, like yeah. across the room. But like the the catering lady turns around and blames the the the, the documentary chick. crew. But no, the chick like she had a problem with the, the chick. No. Yeah. Well, the, all of them, but the sound guy and the girl were walking in the front with her, with Corey carrying a big ass camera on his shoulder, who turned around even with said everyone else. How the else. hell am I gonna do it? Yeah. So like, why are you blaming him? Like, why are you his friends blaming him for doing that? You know he wouldn't do that. This is a paying gig. Fuck You're him. not gonna fuck around like that. Dumbass. And why the fuck is she complaining? Like, you're with all of them. You know that they didn't do it. Like, it, it just it didn't make sense. But this is just continuing their pattern, like the pattern of them being alienated from like the rest of the like primary crew. Corey right, touches the lens of the camera and James yells at him. He then stays behind to clean it and we get a glimpse of a ghost. It's apparently the first of many. They're not good. Specters. But, <laughs> no, but it's they're whatever. Not. They're not good. They stumble they into a room. Yeah, they stumble into a room where the director's being a dick and wasting time. The star doesn't even want to be there and Dirk is annoyed that they're all wasting his money. Kennedy, James, I keep I, I wish her name was something different because it's because it's like James Corey. They're they're very like short names to say. And then it's like Kennedy. Kennedy. It's like get, give like an easier name, man. They decide so to go flow. explore the building while they wait for filming mm. to begin. And James catches a glimpse of, I think, a ghost. It just looks like a glimmer. So he catches a glimpse. It freaks him out a little bit. And then they decide to just 
go walking around. So they walk off into the darkness. They end up I mean, coming across the room. I mean, just explore this dangerous-ass fucking place. Yeah, you already saw one homeless man there. You don't know how much of the the area the film crew is actually using. Yeah, what's his name mentioned something about this? Like, you don't know what's in here. Yeah. You really shouldn't be just walking around when you don't know what's going on. No, not at all. They come to a room with strange writing on it, on the walls, a wheelchair in the hallway, and then containers of discarded Chinese food at the reception <sighs> or... Ner- it, it's either a reception like desk they, or a nursing station. Like they got up and left in a hurry is what they said. Yeah. It makes me think that they just like this happened recently. Yeah. yeah I don't know why this is like this is all fucked up because, yeah, they, they walk around and they, they see they Probably they see the wall. They see wheelchairs, all this stuff. And then Kennedy decides that she's going to go explore by herself. Corey doesn't want to go because he's a coward. And then they finally do go in to find him. And then she like jumps out and, and scares them from behind the desk. Yeah, she just goes ahead and goes on her own, like fucking yeah. guys. And I'm doing my own. for for me, that's a fucking problem. That is a yes, big fucking problem. Yes, because she's gonna put your life in danger every single fucking time. Every, every single time she says the same thing. I can take care of myself, bitch. No, you can't. So then let, you should have left. Fucking should have left her, Exactly. Corey hears strange sounds on the mic, and Kennedy wants to continue investigating. He keeps asking, "Do you hear that?" He has a highly sensitive microphone. And no, he they can't hear that. Else can hear it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. A few times he does that. Can you hear that? No, motherfucker. You're the at, only one with the goddamn headset on. How the hell am at, I going to hear it? At any point, he could hand the headphones to someone else. Anybody. This this sound is continuing to happen. So you could just be like, here. He did it. Not you once. You listen. Not once. And you say, oh, yeah, you know what? Here. But nothing. Hear what I'm hearing. It's like, it's whatever. The They find the doc, they find the office of Dr. Klein and on his desk, there's patient files describing the crimes of former inmates. Paula Gaines murdered her kids, drowning them in the sink and her husband by feeding him rat poison. Marcus Paul Wildler, he murdered, raped, murdered and raped and also oh, did a little yeah. bit of cannibalism. <laughs> they continue exploring the area and wonder if the main crew is playing a prank on them by staging paranormal activity and strange noises and like the, the flickering so lights. so stupid to say. Yeah. Like they're gonna waste all that time and money to why, do that. Yeah, why? It's just, why it's, hire them to pull a prank on them? It's, there's so much like good that could be happening. Just a little bit, not a lot of cannibalism. No, Narigod, just, <laughs> just, just a little. Just a little, just a smidge. Talking about like how, uh, how uh, Kennedy is like, talking about how, oh, they're just, the, the crew is just messing with us. And I, I wrote, this oh, is where my so issue stupid. arises. Kennedy, God rest her beautiful, beautiful soul, is a fucking moron. <laughs> the sounds that they just heard were "I'm gonna eat your face" type sounds, and, and they're she like, just yeah, goes and walks towards going. it. Like, are you stupid? Into the How? dark abyss, like you know. And then you don't hear her for a while, and they're yeah. like, "I guess we gotta go in." How stupid could you really be? This is clearly when you leave the area. So we usually say that this is some white people bullshit. And I was a, saying it in my head. I was like, this is some white right? people shit right here. And she is a white blonde woman. So she is it a would, Starbucks pumpkin spice. Yeah. So th- this, this all, would be only only drink Starbucks at Target. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you could classify this as white people bullshit. However. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, this is just bad writing. Because later, all of this, all this whole season's had bad writing. Yeah. It, there's so much that could be fixed, but just a good trip. Yeah, but it's like later they would have had more of a reason to have to keep exploring. 
that there's no reason right now to just have her be like, I'm going to go walk off into the darkness by myself. <laughs> there's no reason for it. Yeah, you're right. Reasons, you reasons would have popped up later. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. Like they, like they kind of jumped the gun more or less. Yeah. I personally, and I, I guess you're in the, the, the same camp as me, would have just left her. Yes, like, I would have left her. I would, or I would have, or I would have sat there. I would be like, oh well, I guess you. I'll meet you back here, then. I don't know what to just, tell you. Just sit in the wheelchair, oh, no. doing fucking wheelies. I've we'll just wait here until you come out. back. <laughs> but yeah, when they go looking for her, I can't understand why the camera angle's so low. It looks like the camera guy got too tired carrying the camera on his shoulders, so he just like. Oh yeah, no, I noticed just, that too. It was He's like, like why is the camera? Da, 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 da. I'm gonna breathe. Like dragged on the ground. So I was like, yeah. I don't know. Uh, they find her and yell at her to stop running off on her own in an abandoned asylum. Her only response is, I can take care of myself now. And that's the always the dying last word to somebody. Sunlight, please don't be mad at me. All right. I am not being sexist. I am not being misogynistic. What? But there's what? no fucking way she can take care of herself. In oh, this dude, situation, like, they said it. She's 85, 85 pounds soaking yeah. wet. Yeah, she's. She's a small little little girl. Like she's like yeah. very thin. They said she, that. Like why are you why are you running off? You're like the smallest person in the group. Yeah. She It's not really a of, factor of she's not strong enough. Just size-wise in the real world, she she's very yeah. small. <laughs> it's like she weighs all of 90 pounds. So her skinny ass limbs look like they could break with a gentle snap. gust of Just wind. Snap. Okay? Get a big fucking burly dude. Just If no. I if I a six foot one person, crazy person, oh, yeah, comes running insane. at her in the dark while she's alone and I slam her up against the wall. There's nothing oh, she can hurt. do. Nothing. You, 100%. It's use your brain. You don't go walking off. It's just how that works. Buddy system. Yeah. No Always writing was worse than the Chupacabra system. film. Like they did a Skyrim learning alchemy. They took some ingredients, uh, bits and fragments of many fragments cryptids of and critters and then mixed it all together. Yeah, at least this was just yeah. like it's a haunted asylum. It's it's yeah. very generic and by the book, which is fine. Um, it's so played out. Uh, they continue walking around and find a room that they decide could not be a set dressing with all the blood and poop and fingernails on the wall. And with that, <laughs> they decide to leave. They touch it. They touch the fucking writing. I'm like, that is so gross. That's blood and poopy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, who does this? I'm not touching any of that shit. I'm sorry, man. This is why we say this is some white people shit. Because I'm sorry. Yeah, no. I, I, I mean, this is dumb. All you need is one black dude in the group. And he's like, no, <laughs> no, I'm not going. Voice of reason. Like, did you did you see? Uh, what movie? Grave Encounters yet? I don't I'll think I'll say you have. no, but I think I have. I think I, I put it on. I don't remember. It's, it was another one of those found footage. Uh, they're a ghost hunting group, but everything's like fake. Like they know it's fake, yeah. but then they go to a place and it's real. The black dude in the group was like, no, uh-uh, I'm, I'm not going See? there. And Boys all the white people were like, no, come on, let's go. We get, and he's like, no, no, I'm not going. No, I'm good. I've seen this played out before and I learned my lessons. But this 90 pound woman figure this out. that like steps wrong and like she'll just shatter a fucking hip. She's like, I can take care of myself. I'm going to walk into the darkness. <laughs> it's like, whatever, man. <laughs> um, They decide to leave, but then it sounds like a moaning woman. And that stops them as it would probably stop anyone. Anyone. If it sounds like some, you're someone's to be in having an, an orgasm. Fucking psycho yeah. place. 
They make their way to the morgue. Kennedy hears a sound. The sound guy doesn't. Naturally. Why doesn't he hear the sound? Could it be that the sound guy isn't wearing his fucking headphones? His fucking earphones. Yeah, he did it for the most the majority of it. Dude, it's so fucking annoying because he's carrying the microphone. Like, the microphone is on. That's how they but keep not hearing these sounds. But, like, he should be having the headphones on because with the microphone, you're picking up the, the ambient sounds, which is giving you the ghost sounds, and you can still hear everyone else talking. So there's no reason for the sound guy to not either have the headphones on his head or like this, where he could still hear yeah, stuff. Yeah, so you could there's at least no reason. something. There's no reason whatsoever. But he doesn't, he's, he's so masterful at his skill that he doesn't need to do that. He can hear it without it on. Oh, uh, where are we? Maybe he has a spidey sense. Maybe. They decide to set up a pair of stationary cameras to record the basement while they are on set. Now, they just stated that the cameras were in the trunk and they wouldn't have to go get them because yes. I think it was... And then magically they had them. I think it was James that said, if I go back up there, I'm not coming back down here. Oh, yeah. 100%. And, then it, and I said, then it, I said, and I fully agreed. It immediately cuts to them setting up the cameras. So yeah. what you're telling me is they found their way out All after way being back. lost back to their car by the film set walking past the film crew, all the cameras, all of them. picked up their stuff, then walked back. Went all the way back. Past everyone, made their way through that fucking labyrinth of a hospital, and then set up these cameras? That, did you not double check your script to just make sure that like stupid shit like this isn't like caught? Like, why wouldn't you have your cameras? The camera guy should have a bag that has extra batteries like for his said, camera and the other he's things. He's made more movies later on in his career. This was toward the beginning. It's a margin for error. Okay, also, they're setting up a GoPro camera. Why is there a stupid overlay on the GoPro camera? I saw that too, and it made no sense to me why you'd need that, that overlay. Every fucking time they do cameras in these fucking movies and they throw those they fucking like a... overlays on, it yeah, drives me up a goddamn fucking wall. There is no reason for these fucking overlays on the cameras. We get it. They're carrying a camera. Whoop-de-doo. If a camera is up on the top of a fucking wall looking down at someone, da -da -da, we understand it's a fucking camera looking at them. You don't need to be like, oh, well, it's f-stop 2.8 and an ISO of 1200. Like, we don't need that. That's fucking stupid. After that, they go to set up the other camera. And they also spent, like time explaining well this will be x camera two they're like well why don't we make it x camera one well it's like well this one's x camera two because it's further yeah, I don't away know why. and then we'll set up x camera one all it's like dude, we don't need this explanation just fucking set no it one up. needs that too much info <laughs> like what the fuck so yeah they go to set up the other uh camera and when they leave the morgue one of the uh cubby hole doors opens and then there's a sound what is that called but in the morgue yeah I would guess just a cadaver door. Yeah, okay. I mean, I prefer cubbyhole door, I don't, but whatever. Cubbyhole door, bro, it's not a child's fucking daycare. <laughs> like, I mean, it's a more. It's abandoned. You, A kid could play in it. Oh, God. <laughs> I've always wanted to do a, a ghost hunt where they hit in a hospital. No, like in a hospital. And, and hire everyone, a kid to hide in one of those? No, it just do do a whole spirit box section like session inside uh, one of those cubby holes. Just lay down inside and just record everything that's like happening. 
because everyone that ever wants that like ever goes into those places like oh god it's so scary i don't know what to do i feel like i would take a nap i would just set the fucking uh the voice recorder down and just record and the just stuff wait. and take a nap like ah <laughs> this this is what i'm doing for the night I'm tired. you guys come back to get me in like an hour what, what, what'd you hear i don't know man probably snoring <laughs> i don't know uh so okay so then they locker. cadaver locker okay um so yes yeah, so now they're setting up the next camera this one isn't a gopro camera this looks more like it's an actual infrared probably like a hunting camera like one of those like infrared night vision oh, cameras you set up camera yeah like you would have it set up for like while hunting and shit yeah wild game camera this is when while they're setting that up like once they finish setting it up dirk and peter come by and, and dirk they uh dirk more than peter uh, angrily sure. reprimands them. Do you have any idea how much money I'm wasting? They are the BTS crew. Their job is you're to walk to around there. and film something. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. If, they did get if you're stupid, from everybody, but if you're stupid bitch of a fucking actress, it's like I'm gonna go wait in my fucking trailer while your director's like the lighting that I approved isn't good. Oh, I need three hours to try to figure out how I fucking. What? Oh, oh my God! I'm an auteur. Oh, like, what are they gonna do? What is there for them to film? They're gonna fucking walk around. And then Peter hands him a radio because he forgot to give him a radio. I thought that he was gonna hand them the uh, the ma the manifesto that the fucking director wrote. That's like, oh, look at me in the eye, yeah. don't blow up. Manifest, whatever. Yeah. Fucking um. Moron. So they leave and go back to set, and right after they leave, a ghostly apparition walks across the hall. During filming. They're All finally filming the very first shot of the day of the whole movie. It's the very first shot. So they've been walking around. How it far is in now. Are, how far into the movie are you now that they, they just now started filming? We, I think us as viewers are probably like 35, maybe 45 minutes into the film. And Them like in the film, it's now nighttime. It's they went yeah, early like, in the morning and now it's dark. So they're just now setting up the first shot. That's how fucking, fucking stupid all this is. That is ridiculous. Yeah. So th this is the point that I wanted to bring up. So Dirk is yelling at them for wasting Dirk. his money, but their job is to just walk around and film stuff. And the rest of the crew is telling them to get the fuck out so they can't film any of that stuff. And then the person that you're paying the most money, the director and the, the fucking main star, are just dicking around not fucking doing anything you should be yeah, more mad wasting all the money and, yeah you should be more mad and getting those pieces of shit under control instead of yelling at the bts crew because now they're finally filming the first scene and trisha first does her scene and the cameraman yells cut uh not the cameraman the director yells cut to which trisha yells at him and for yelling the cut fuck out on him yeah when it's his so job to yell line. cut yeah yeah so then they go to do it again and he yelled cut because like she says she took a dramatic pause but it sounded more like she was about to like orgasm uh, uh, uh. it's like what are you doing so they do it again and trisha's looking down and then she yells cut and then starts yelling at kennedy for being in her eyeline even though the documentary crew points out that they're over in the corner and she's looking down at the table how the fuck are they in her eyeline and then and she, she goes they said that she's, too yeah she's she's uh looking right at him and trisha tells them uh tells the, the director and the producer that kennedy was making stupid faces at her 
So childish. What I mean, these are the fucking actresses that that act like this, like a fucking dumbass. Yep. This leads to a fight where Trisha calls Kennedy talentless and ugly. So Trisha, uh, Kennedy pushes her away. I would have punched that horse face bitch in the face, but you know, whatever. Kennedy decides to just give Dirk uh, his money back. They're wasting their time there. They'll figure something else out. They've been there all day and they haven't even gotten the first shot finished. So she runs away. The guys track her down because they don't want to quit. They're like, it's fucking money. We like, we we want our money. They track her down. They already probably cut the check. Yeah, uh, Kennedy is fake crying. I said, oh, oh God, I'm so sad. And they're like, it's okay, it's okay. And it's at this point they decide they're gonna finish a job and make their own documentary. So I'm assuming it's All gonna right. be stuff because right after the fight, the whole reason Kennedy wants to just give him back his money and be like, fuck this shit, is right after the fight, they leave to like calm Kennedy down and Dirk comes up and starts yelling at her that turn the cameras off. All of this has to be deleted, sound, video, everything. All this shit can't get out, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's like, go fuck yourself, man. Obviously, isn't that the fucking point? The whole point of all of this? Yep, yep. But, oh, you don't want her to seem like a cunt. Well, too bad. The actress is a cunt. Like, you, you can't get around it. Hiccup. I understand Kennedy is supposed to be the final girl or, like, heroine of the film. But they wrote her that doesn't really like, feel like it though. They wrote her like a weird, emotionally unstable, paranoid, crazy woman. <laughs> and it doesn't make sense. She's paranoid about like what people are saying about her and what people think about her. But she not flies about what's off going the handle. on in the house. Yeah. Yeah. She she flies off the handle about everything. She's far too confident about other things. It's like, what the fuck is like like, this is not someone that you want to get behind. On one of the basement cameras, Alec is drawn into a room by something unseen while trying to smoke a cigarette as Dr. Klein and a patient speed walk towards the camera. Cigarettes. The crew is being called on the radio, but it's all choppy and broken up. So they decide to head back, cut to like a shadow person thing crawling on the floor and or yeah, like an apparition. Hallway one apparition. Yeah, I think it was hallway one because I think it was the 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 hunting camp. It's the one, yeah, it's the one that seems like they're in a loop. Uh, they eventually realize that they're walking around in circles, not being able to get back to the rest of the crew, but they can't determine why. Figuring that they're just lost again, Kennedy flies off the handle being paranoid. They find a window where they spy on Trisha flashing the grip, but no one hears them calling for help. Why didn't they just break the glass? Because they're all fucking stupid. Obvious is not obvious. So the grip is filming, like, around, and... You can see the back window and there's nothing there. And he's like, oh, there's nothing there. There's like nothing around. And Trisha's like, are you sure? And then she takes her tits out for him. We know that the documentary crew is there. We know that they could see them. I'm a guess they're in like a ghost dimension or something. But I would assume that breaking the window would still show breaking the window, which would cause people to go check out to see what's going on. Right. Yes, loud breaking fucking noise. Yeah. A hallway camera shows them walking in impossible directions as they continue to be lost. Dirk comes looking for them and ends up walking yeah. in the same loops that they all did. Corey's <laughs> taking a piss when they hear <sighs> Dirk calling for him. So they go find they go to find Dirk uh, when they hear a ghostly noise. They find the closet that the noise is coming from, but there's nothing in it. James nothing turns his camera to Kennedy. And then when he turns back around, 
the, uh, to Corey, the camera is like perfectly framed for the jump scare of the door being slammed shut. That was a bummer for it, me. I did. I mean, I'm sorry. I didn't have any scares in this whole entire movie. Uh, yeah. Like, this would have been a good scare if... If they did something to scare you. But yeah, so the door closes. They get scared. He runs away. Corey has to then pick up his his uh, boom pole. Because, like, when he got scared, he just threw it down like a little Drop bitch. It. And, of well, course... you should have fucking used it as a weapon. But you know now that since he threw it down and he has to pick it back up, you know something else is going to happen. And oh, this is as he picks it up, well, the door swings happen. open and the ghostly patient is now standing there. They scream and then Scooby Doo run the fuck out of there. <laughs> so Dirk is still walking around screaming for them, yet not for the director or Trisha, I would use his star. <laughs> He's screaming, looking for the BTS crew. Why? Like, it would have been one thing if, like, yeah, he was the producer. Now that you say it like that. If he was the producer specifically in charge of managing the BTS crew, it would make more sense. But he's the producer of the film. The BTS crew isn't someone that you fucking worry well, about. Like, no. And so they're, I don't they're, understand. They're just meant to just, yeah, they're not part of the actual it's film just, itself. Yeah, it's just, it's weird, man. Eventually it's a disorganized he, script that really is. Yeah. Eventually he realizes he's in a loop when a camera glitches and he's lured into the same room that Alec, yeah, I think his name's Alec, that Alec was, but he tries to run out after being scared in there and then he's dragged back in. Trisha and the grip end up in the hallway of X-Cam 1, not even seeing the blood on the floor, and they head for the morgue. But here's uh, my thing with the blood on the floor. Yeah. I would have, in my mind, I would have said to myself, they're filming a movie here. I would have, I wouldn't have thought it was real. I don't you think know? anyone was supposed to be in this section. Oh, okay. But they didn't even see it because they walked in and turned towards the mog, uh, morgue. The mog. Um, Mag. Yeah. I need a care. I'm trying to think. Yeah, so they head to the morgue and then they start fucking uh, <laughs> while being both filmed by the documentary crew's GoPro, but also the, I'm assuming the grip's phone. I'm guessing that's what he's holding. Yeah, I think he's holding. Oh, it looks like one of the miniature type of cameras. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that was a that was a weird ass scene between them. Yeah. Eventually, Boy. they're killed by uh, the ghosts, like the the ghost doctor, and I, I'm assuming the the main ghosts in this, like the one that's it's on the, the doctor guy photo, the one that looks like he has a fucking a weird gangster picture. Yeah. I'm assuming one is in in the specters photo. I'm assuming that is the doctor, and then in yeah. the real evil one, I'm assuming that's the patient that killed her kids in the sink oh i'm assuming about yeah. yeah so it's like the doctor is like usually surrounded by a dude and a girl i'm assuming that it's the 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 one dude and then that chick that the files were on his desk so they're killed by the ghost the documentary crew find the severed body parts uh that uh, trisha and the grip missed uh they try to call for help and the ghosts start talking on the radio causing Corey to freak out he starts saying that it's EVP. And James is like, what's an EVP? He's like, electronic voice phenomena. Go I, ghost yeah. voices. I'm like, I ghost voice? Like, what the fuck? What is, when did he suddenly become like a paranormal detection? Paranormal, like, yeah. like person, like this isn't something that's like, oh, well, he's a sound tech. So he knows EVPs. No. Yeah, that's At not no something point, you knew, know every day. Yeah, there's 
at no point in this film have you ever established that he's a ghost hunter, that he would like know this stuff. So then to suddenly have him start dropping the terminology at the end is just fucking stupid. It's so fucking dumb. Or even um, all this shit was happening in the first place. Remember your caution yeah. in the wind. Yeah, well, all, the entire time, like you're recording and you're getting like weird, like speaking voices in areas that there, there is nobody. You got nothing. And now when but you now, hear people talking that could clearly be the people, you're like, oh, it's an EVP. It's like, it just didn't make sense. The radio says die and then they run away. A ghost appears at the camera. Doesn't I matter. They don't it. even see the ghost. They find Trisha and the grip on the autopsy table and Alec with his head cut open in another room. They like hear a noise and they look and I believe it's the the poopy, the the, the bloody poopy. Oh, the fucking uh, crap ass room. Yeah. yeah, that had all the uh, um, all the fucking handcuffs and shit on the wall. Yeah. So when they find him there, Corey runs away crying that he can't do this and he disappears. They Wait, eventually really stay with your team. You know what I mean? Like, I know, what right? the fuck, bro? They eventually find his die, sound people, bag. when you leave the group. Stay with the group. Always. Never run unless everyone else is running too. That's yes. Another. I'm a firm believer in that one. If someone um, starts running, just fucking run in that direction. Yeah. They eventually find his sound bag and they start to hear more sounds. Wait, what the hell? Yeah, no. So, okay, wait, hold on. No. So Alec wasn't found yet. They found them on the autopsy table. Corey runs away crying. Yeah, that's what happens. So they go into the morgue. They find Corey and uh, they find Trisha and the grip cut open. Corey runs away. They follow him. And when they get to it, he's like, I can't do this, blah, blah, blah. And then he's picking up a sound on his radio. And it's coming from the the bloody poopy fingernail room. That's when they look inside yeah, no. and they find Alex's body there. He's mutilated, still alive. But his head is like cut open and he's like uh, 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 and stuff like that. I, um, oh, was he alive? What? I don't remember that. He yeah, yeah. He, he yeah, was like he, making he noises like in the dark, and still moving. Just chilling there. But good. Mm -hmm. He's a fucking dick. Shitty ass fucking. Yeah. Then the ghost doctor pops up and chases them away. And then, oh, also, this is at the point where Corey disappears again. They I'm starting to go, think Corey's the one that does all this shit. <laughs> yeah. They go looking for Corey <laughs> and this is when they find his audio bag. Kennedy, I forgot her name for a second. You're right there, Chief. Yeah, I'm just joking. You know, <laughs> um, hothead shit. They uh, they find his audio bag and can hear Corey screaming. They pick it up so she can listen to it more, and that's when the hallway fills up with spirits. And James tells her to run, so they start running. Why he falls? Who fucking yeah, knows? Of course, gonna fall. Of course yeah. they will fall. He falls and cracks his camera while running from ghosts. And then he's dragged away and killed by the ghosts. And I hate this because there's like an easy way to film it without like you can you you should have a a filter on your lens. Yeah. You should always have it on your lens, whether it just be a regular clear one, polarizing, whatever, because it protects the actual glass of the lens. Easy way to make it look broken. Just take one of them, <coughs> fucking Don't crack it, it, and then yeah. roll it on. Instead, this looks like really shitty hay. I downloaded this like <laughs> uh, this, P this, this PNG of what cracked glass looks like, and I just put it over like it, it looks stupid. It looks cheap. And like, I understand this is 2012, 
But yeah, this is towards the beginning of his career. He, it's I don't know. It's just it's dumb. He's dragged away and killed. Kennedy runs towards the mortuary where the ghost doctor and two of the main patients mentioned earlier are there and then disappear. She is freaked out. Peter starts calling out for everyone and tells them that he brought the police. And as Kennedy's about to uh, is calling out for help, she is dragged into one of the mortuary cubby holes. The police discover the bodies on the autopsy table and seem pretty chill about it. They were, then, they weren't even like that. Yeah, I know. And then they disable that camera that they found super fucking quick. And yeah, that exactly is the where end. To look. And that is the end of real evil or specters, depending on where you watch it. Fun facts. This was filmed in the former Linda Vista Community Hospital, which has since been converted into a senior living, senior housing. Oh no, you mean so a senior hellhole? Yeah. This was edited into, I I think this film came out in 2018, Dead Time Tales 2, also known. It's another one of these fucking things where it's it's two names. The film is Dead Time Tales 2, or Dead Dead Time, yeah, Dead Time Tales 2 but it's also known as Dead Time Tales, the next chapter. Yeah, dude, it's so fucking annoying. It's so fucking annoying. That's so but unnecessary. It's a, it's one of those anthology films like I'm writing, where they basically took this film, shortened it, like and just edited out probably movies. all the boring shit and <laughs> renamed it for that anthology. That se- that like segment is called Asylum of the Damned. So they took this like hour and 18 minute movie and probably turned it into a 20 minute movie. It's too much of that shit. So technically, this film has three fucking names. That's ridiculous. That is so fucking stupid. And a poster for Real Evil, which is why I'm assuming Real Evil is the first, the original title of the film. A poster for it can be seen in the movie Evil Bong 777. Oh my God, uh, I tried to watch that. Dude, that was hard. Yeah. I actually couldn't finish it. That was a terrible fucking movie. The poster is sitting in the Tom Devlin Monster Museum. And that is it for fun facts. Right. Oh boy. Lots so, to unpack here. Like I said earlier, they wrote Kennedy terrible. Uh, she's supposed to be the lead. She's supposed to be the person that like you're focused on. Um, but she's emotionally unstable for no reason quick to react for no reason, paranoid for no reason, and nobody says anything about this. At no point in in the beginning while you're setting everything up before you get into that, do you set up that like she has any emotional problems or mental issues or anything like that? None of that. Also, is this her first industry job? Because asshole actors are normal. Sleazy dickbag producers that think because they're putting up the money for everything can say and do whatever they want is normal. Now, yeah. I'm not saying like but you would you would think that she is the way that she like pulls herself around with the documentary that like she's done this before. But then when she yeah. interacts with Dirk, it's like, oh, they yelled at oh, me. God. I'm just going to give no, him the money. He's a typical fucking Hollywood yeah. douchebag or I think it's I'm like, a Hollywood douchebag. And it's like, I'm not even going as far as being like, oh, he's like Harvey Weinstein. It's like, I'm not even no, going that far. Go I would have said far. that just, if maybe typical... he was then like fucking the star. And everything, or any then maybe, but the it's just he's just a normal dickbag, fucking sleazy Hollywood producer. So that was just stupid. Um, I hated Corey, bootleg Thor. 
I like I didn't oh, like dude, him. Oh dude, he was such a bitch. Like he served such no purpose. A bitch. The if director anything, he, was he, terrible. He hindered it. The director was just a dick, but if anything, yeah. uh fake Thor kind of hindered the the group. Yeah, it's I I found none of the actors likable. I that's think probably that's what I meant by I had nothing vested in it. Yeah, like I think the only actor that was likable was probably the makeup artist. Makeup she, artist. She was the only normal one. She was the only one that was like, "Hey, can I can I talk to you in private?" And he was like, the Peter was like, "Yeah, sure," and told yes, him to go away. And, but at the same time, like the film isn't bad. Um, I feel like the script probably needed two more passes. Tweaky. Yeah, tweaky. To just to clean up some stuff because. And shorten some of it. Well, I mean, it's it's an hour and 18 minutes. It's not that long. I mean, I think fucking... Uh... But I mean, the scene-wise, there's a bunch of scenes that yeah. you could have shortened. You've gotten the point across, yeah, they're stuck in a, a, a place they don't know where they're going. Okay, shorten well, that. Give us more other well, scenes. Um, <laughs> One of the things I was trying to do was look up Dead Time Tales 2 so I can oh, watch to see, see like what exactly the they pieces? cut out. Guess what? You can't fucking find it anywhere. It's nowhere because it's not sucks. available, <laughs> not available in your region. So I turned on a VPN and I went cycling through like all different regions. It's available fucking nowhere. nowhere. How are you going to make something and then not? You know what? Hold on. Because it sucks. I am going to look to see if it's up on YouTube. Doo, 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 doo. Every time I type it in too. It brings up George A. Romero presents Dead Time Stories, which I don't think it's not the, the same thing. I said the same thing when you showed me that the picture of the book. I was like, Romero has something that sounds very similar to that. Because I was a, I grew up on Romero fan, so I was like, wait, but, wait that sounds familiar. But it's but not. It's like, the book is different. At, at the same time, it's the same company. It's Filmrise. Oh, that's weird. Could they have collaborated? Maybe I'm I'm cycling through the the whole the film rise production company has a YouTube channel and it's up there. Oh wow! Uh, I don't know if this is the right one because I this is they put this up three years ago. This is volume two, but yeah, if it's it's definitely not that. <laughs> this sh there's no fucking way that this film company is just putting up their films on YouTube for free. Well, they, maybe they're doing that with a link going to some other sites. You know, publicity nowadays, sometimes they do that. They'll put up, uh, you know, a movie or two. One of the movies they made stars Morgan Freeman. And no, it's up that here. ain't up for free. That ain't up it, for free. It is. That's odd. Teacher of the you Year that's a main. That's a main. That's a main uh, AAA actor right there. That's going to need to be paid. Yeah, no, I clicked on it and it's... It's there. That's terrible. So what is it? We see, honestly, in our guide, I don't think we have a theme just yet for next season. Yeah. We haven't do, set, do, concreted that down. Do you, if you have any ideas, post that I shit in the, uh, yeah. the, spooky, in the spooky horror show Discord for stuff. Um, I know I wanted to do a full season of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. A full season? What do you mean? Every one of the Texas Chainsaw Is Massacre it, movies. Uh, I want to do a full my wife, season. My wife will be fucking kill me. Uh, um, that would work. I want to do a full season of the Bad Ben films. 
bad band. Never seen them. I was gonna watch them the other day. Yeah, you should. It's they're it's it's whatever. Jack, Jackie what hates every single fucking movie that's like that. She just oh, the she bad band. Well, that that are just like all these films that we're watching. She fucking hates them. She's like these oh, are like the most low rent movies. dog trash fucking. They movies. are. That yeah. was the point of the season though. It's like I can find enjoyment in them, but she can't. Um, so the next one should be the movie 13. Yeah, but now what are your Now there's several on movies on what? The movie 13? No, 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 on this. Like, what are your thoughts oh, on, on this? Oh, on this movie? I w Dude, I would honestly, I would graciously say three. I would give them a three. Only because I was entertained. I, I They used, the. they knew the outline they needed to, to, to hit, all the points. Yeah. For it to be a uh, found footage film. They got the nudity where the nudity was supposed to be. You got your suspense. You got really shitty fucking script. I, would, I, can, I could stretch them out to a three. I really yeah. could. So I mean, I watched it again willingly, unlike the other ones where I would told you flat out, I, I don't really want to do this. <laughs> so one of the things I didn't bring up. So we talked about the titties uh, in the beginning when the Corey breed? is having I've sex. I've seen the breed, I think. Yeah. Is the breed the one with Jensen Eccles? Which one was that? I think I've seen the breed. Hey, what's up, um, kitty kitty? But uh, yeah, Zelda? so we, we talked about the 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 nudity with the big breasted assistant in the beginning. The hot secretary. We talked about the dumbass horse faced actress Star, person actress showing her the, titties. The, yeah. We didn't talk about the other big breasted woman on. Oh, the, you mean the cadaver woman? Bro, yeah. why did she have to be naked? <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. What was the purpose of her laying down underneath that? No lines, no, no nothing. She had no purpose other than to lay there. They could have made that a mannequin, okay? Yeah. But yep. instead she just gets yep. up, nice ass titties and all, just starts fixing her hair while everybody's yeah. arguing. And just like, I'm, I'm like, check, checking out on. the fucking director. But now, do yeah. you see, I said the nudity made sense except for one scene. And it was like yeah, the hottest woman it. in the entire fucking film. She just sits up her like sits up, giant blah, blah, blah. giant breasts just like no out. Big. She's just like looking Sticks the fact that hair. like it's like, okay, so Trisha, they cut to her boobs every so often. It's like whatever. The sex scene in the beginning, it was equal shots of her breasts and then shots of the guy like ah, and stuff like that. <laughs> but then with her, she's just sitting there. Just topless. Nothing. And just like hey. just people having conversations and she's just like sitting there. It's like, all right, well, hi. You know, like, what the fuck is the point of this? This doesn't make any sense. I'm, I'm glad that you, before I could even say anything, you were just like, that nudity made no sense. What was that there for? I was, I was like, they didn't even pay an No one needed to be an in that set, that whole scene. It could have just been a dummy laying there. But instead, it was her like talking to a naked chick that was there. It made no sense to do. I, I can almost guarantee because yeah, they probably just like they found her and they were like, "Wow, you're really hot. Everything Dude. else is already cast. Do you want to do this? Do you are you okay with nudity? Yes, yes. Okay, here we go. Um, okay, so Cloud House, is there a trailer for this, my guy? Um, okay, so there's no trailer for it. However, I love that. <laughs> Well, because remember, it was it, they made it for YouTube oh, okay. and then and then it got released places. So what I'll do instead, where are we? I will put it. I will put the link in the chat and then I will also post it in uh, 
in the Discord so people can find it. But it's on Tubi, but it's also just readily available on YouTube by the people that made it. The store is up with stuff. So we will see all of you next week. Bye. Laters.